All right. So, um, should we do this? Yep. Let's do this. Hey, Happy New Year. Oh, thank you, Sam. Happy New Year to you, too. Would you happen to know what the year it is in accordance to the Chinese Zodiac? Uh, yes, I do. I believe that is the Aardvark. Mm-hmm. You're absolutely right. Um, <laughs> it is not. <laughs> well, it should be. Uh, okay, do I get a second guess? Is it the Walrus? You only wish it was the Walrus. <laughs> <laughs> I do. Uh, so, yeah, I think this quite clearly illustrates I do not know. So, Sam, what is, what is the Chinese New Year of the Zodiac thing? Some might say it is the year of the rooster. Mmm, delicious. Others might say year of the cock. <laughs> how's, your, how's your winter break been? So, we've been away for two weeks. We have. It feels like longer, somehow. I don't know if it feels like that for you. To me, it was pretty, pretty, um, it was pretty... Desolate. Desolate without me. It was kind of action-packed. Yes, it was lonely. <laughs> no, it wasn't lonely. It was family-filled and action-packed. Um, I felt like, uh, I feel like I've been like running around doing a lot of stuff um, that's family-oriented, which is good. But now um, you need a vacation from your vacation? I do, and I'm glad that I'm on parental leave because I can sort of chill out and have quiet time with the kids, you know, just hanging out, playing some games, doing some activities, um, that kind of stuff, mm. which I think is required after sort of the, the hustle and bustle of the holidays. Yeah. Yeah. I, I too rushed around a lot. Um, I was in London, uh, for four and a half days. So that was, you know, not nearly enough time. Wow. Was that like an unexpected trip? No, that was planned. Um, I just didn't have much vacation to use. I've been traveling a lot this year. So yeah, it was a quick visit. Um, my boyfriend came with me, got to see England for the, for the first time. So oh, really? was yeah. So that's also added to the uh, rushing aroundness because we're like, oh, we have to go to London, and now I have to go to here and do a lot of, a whole lot of things. So it was great, but wasn't like relaxing. But yeah, no, it was good. It's uh, but I'm looking forward to uh, not traveling anywhere for a few weeks, a few months, maybe. You know, yeah. No, 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 no air travel if at all possible. That'd be nice. Okay, so there was a question I did want to ask you, mm-hmm. and that is, Sam. Do your kids believe in Father Christmas? Because it struck me as this is quite a difficult topic as a parent, or difficult, dif- difficult thing as a parent. Yep. Right. Because I suppose like there's this pressure from society that like, oh, kids should be excited by Santa Claus, but then at the same time you, there is comes this point where you have to tell them it's Santa Claus isn't real, and you know perhaps this is actually setting them up for the real world where everything is just a vast disappointment and people have been lying to you for years. So here's an interesting thing. Um, I won't mention who, but I know a family where the children are now 12 and (laughs) 10 years old and they still believe in Santa Claus. And in fact, um, the father of the family actually wrote a letter as Santa Claus to uh, the eldest child saying... Oh my God. You've grown into a beautiful person, but you know there are times where we have to let go and move on, or else you know it's just going to be too much for Santa Claus to handle. And wrote this like beautiful letter, uh, and essentially thanking the child for believing in Santa Claus all this time. And there oh it is. God. That was the end of it. That was like, so the dream still continues for this person until it is ultimately <laughs> shattered when they're a full-on adult. Right. Yeah. Right. It's like, oh, 
Man, that seems completely crazy. But <laughs> would they? I think I think it can go both ways. It's either they applaud the efforts of the parent, right, mm-hmm. of continuing yeah. to make them believe, or it could be turned. If they don't have a good relationship with a parent, it could be like, I can't believe you lied to me. But yeah. what was the downside of lying, right? Well, is that they get found out? Well, they were getting extra presents every year. <laughs> Right, but I still feel there's a the revelation of the world is not how you think it is, and people have been uh, in cahoots around. Welcome, that welcome lie. to the real world, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, there's a really good episode of This American Life just about this very thing. Mm, okay, about like the belief in Santa Claus and how this one family actually made it persist for a really long time and when they found out they were sort of shattered well you would be i i don't think there's any upside in right in um propagating or like l- lengthening this this myth True. any longer but yeah but at the same time like how much of a relationship can you actually emotionally build with someone that you don't see um and you encounter you quote unquote encounter like once a year Right. Oh, true. Yeah. It's like so, an absentee So you're parent. going to propagate the Santa Claus myth until your children are 18, and then you'll be like, surprise, bitches. <laughs> this is all a lie. Well, we'll see how long it goes. I think okay. my son is pretty um, savvy. Mm-hmm. He is... <laughs> he's starting to, like, sort of poke holes into, like, logic and stuff like that. Like, whenever I show him, like, a magic trick, he tries to, like... Think of how it's actually uh, happening, and he still believes it's magic. But like, okay, he's like, all right, like, right. what's really going on here, though? <laughs> he's getting harder to impress. Yeah. is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Because I was thinking about it, and like, I don't remember ever. I don't remember that moment of my parents sitting down and saying, "Father Christmas isn't real." Hmm. But then I don't ever remember believing. I don't know. Yeah, like I don't. I don't know. I should ask my parents what they did. Well, I found out because it was the fault of my my father's. Um, and I think I was like maybe nine, eight or nine years old when I found out because mm-hmm. wow. I was sleeping in my bed and then I kind mm-hmm. of was half awake. I heard the door open and I sort of slowly opened my eyes and I saw my dad like put a present right in front of my bed. And I, I still continued to pretend like I was sleeping. And then when I woke up, my dad was like, hey, like, look what Santa Claus brought you. And I was like, wait a minute. I saw you bring this here. <laughs> and that's when I, that's when I knew. But, wow. And how did that make you feel, Sam? Um, I felt thankful. Like, I really mm. didn't feel like I was cheated in any way. Yeah. yeah I think it's like an age where yeah. when you find out, you're like, oh, okay, right. It was more like, ah, it's I probably knew it. not. 12 or 13 years old though <laughs> yeah that's when you start having like you know preferences of music and songs and like building your own personality so i don't know we'll see how it goes i will i will keep you updated should we talk about our spotify year in review we should because we did this last year and i feel like maybe this is becoming a uh, a recurring theme i like it let's do it let me try and pull it up because I know it was sent over email. It was. So this was a little bit of a... Um, uh, Disappointment? No. I was disappointed. 
a change, shall we say, to our previous previous years where we would give you what was it? It was a website, wasn't it? Where you'd go. It was a website. Yep. But now, but this year we sent it out as an email. I say we. I had actually nothing to do with it. But. I was actually pretty disappointed. I don't know. It kind of mm, from an effort point of view, sending out an email is a lot easier than constructing a whole you know microsite. So I kind of get it from that point of view, but. Well, of course, but from like a, a user experience standpoint, you know, a website sort of makes it feel like there was a lot of effort and thought and focus put into this. I mean, yeah. at the same time, it's really interesting to like type in your username or like log in or whatever and have it do its like fake sort of churning thing, right? That's true. And it's shareable. Yeah, and it's and shareable. And I think the problem with email is that, of course, many people have email notifications turned off. Yep. And it's easy to miss. And people are like, oh, wait, where did it go? So. You know, we'll we'll see if we if Spotify does this by email again next year. Yep, I have it in front of me. Shall we do what we did last year and play your year in music top trumps? All right, here I got it. Huzzah! Here it is. I found finally found it. It only took me but a minute. <laughs> yep, <laughs> by the wonders of editing, <laughs> it'll just seem like two seconds. Okay, Sam. Right, let's do head to head top trumps. Total right. minutes. Total minutes. Uh, 16,781. 29,857. How do you listen to so much, so many podcasts? <laughs> and I, also this music. Hmm. <laughs> How do, do you, you listen, listen to so much? My dad wrote a porno <laughs> and still continue <laughs> to listen to music. Um, while I'm working, I guess. Mm, that's true. Yeah. Like, I just yeah have a few, have a bunch of playlists I like to listen to. Uh, was it the gym? Maybe like that's maybe like an hour or so. So yeah, but it's always when I'm doing something else. I never just sit down to listen to music. So okay, total number of artists. I'll go first this time. Watch out, two thousand and seventy-four. Ah, not bad. Uh, one thousand six hundred and nineteen. <laughs> so not ah, that far off. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. How about unique unique tracks? That'd be interesting. Uh, 1,596. Oh, 1,557. Oh, I beat you on that one. I must be listening to a lot of the same stuff over and over again. You must be, right? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. But not that much, not that much difference though. You were just off by like 40. But But my total minutes though, right, is way higher than yours. Well, you might just be listening to much longer tracks. I mean, if you're listening to your... EDM house party <laughs> mix that's like an hour and 20 minutes. This is possibly true as well, yeah. <laughs> Super extended cut remix, 12-inch track, which is an LP <laughs> reference. Simon Vex. Yes. <laughs> Simon Vex. If we ever make a band, we have to name it Simon Vex. Yeah, deal. And create like some sort of Eurasian alter ego persona. Definitely, definitely. All right, what was your top track? Uh, my top track was a K-pop track. Okay. Um, it's called Hands On Me by Taeyeon. And do you think that was accurate? Like, are you surprised by that or not? Yeah, it's, it's something that I really, I like the track a lot. It's a, it's a good track. Mm. So my top track was This Is Not A House Track by Mr. T. <laughs> Which I am quite surprised at. Well, am I surprised about? Yeah, so I had a kind of... So in 2016, I kind of started DJing a little bit. And mm-hmm. so like for a couple of events at the office, I have jumped on the wheels of steel and mm-hmm. um, played out some songs. 
And so for my first set, I did like this sort of, um, eh, I guess it's called ghetto funk, mm-hmm. which is like a lot slower, but electronic music. And then this was like the first track in the set. So maybe when I was practicing or thinking about it, like I maybe played this track a lot. But for I'm surprised though, because it's really... That was only for a very small, short period of time, like mm. you know, maybe a couple of weeks or two. Well, but somehow it's my number one track. Yeah, even that. if it's played twenty times, I wouldn't see that as being, you know, like if you are if you are just like consuming a lot of different types of tracks. Mm-hmm. I can see it, even if you just played it for twenty times, it could possibly be your top track. Yeah, gotcha. Right? Yeah, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, but more important question is, was this track actually made by Mr. T? I sadly don't think so. <laughs> I pity the fool that calls himself Mr. T. <laughs> who is your top artist? My top artist was Cohen, K-O-A-N, who I believe are like a Russian oh, yeah. chill-out duo. Yep, I've heard of them, actually. Oh, nice. Yep. Yeah, I suppose maybe I've just played them while working or, I don't know, hanging out at home. Mm-hmm. Would you happen to know what my first top artist is? Do you know what I do? Because I remember you seeing <laughs> tweeting it, and I was like, "Oh my god, it is Nigel Good." It is Nigel Good, <laughs> who, if you weren't following along last year, was my top artist from 2015. It's very surprising, actually, not surprising. I've heard his new album also came out like shortly after mm, that podcast yeah. went out. That that podcast episode went out. Yeah. So I was listening to a lot of his old album and listening to his new album. Because it's like, mm. it's very, there are no words. It's really good for working. It's good for commuting. It was actually yeah. good for traveling as well because I just turned it on and, and take a nap. <laughs> <laughs> great. Thanks, Nigel. You're making some great napping music. It's quite good. He, he is my number five top artist. Oh, wow. So, yeah. So, look at that. We've both got the same artist in the top five. Yep. That's pretty awesome. Um, I'm quite proud of my top artists. So, okay. Yeah. Tell me what you it's got. It's a good mix. It's a good mix. So Nigel Good, obviously. Mm-hmm. Jepsen. No, no Carly Rae. No, no CRJ this year. No. Her B sides. Oh yeah, you're not impressed. It was not good. Um, second is Taeyeon, which mm-hmm. I've mentioned previously. Third is Kid Bop Kids. <laughs> if you've not heard of Kids Bop, it's actually quite oh, great gosh. for the kids. Yeah, it's essentially okay. they're they're getting like the top songs and redoing it uh, with clean words and with kids' voices. <laughs> terrifying so the kids love it um fourth is Ryo Nakamura which I've mentioned previously to you Mm. as a good sort of if you like Nigel Good Mm -hmm. then you might like Ryo Nakamura and then fifth is Blood Orange which I'm not familiar with great album so Blood Orange uh recently this year or 2016 he came out with like a really good album and I was probably listening to that a lot. Cool. Uh, yeah, mine are all kind of like house producers. So Cohen, uh, mm-hmm. Vintage and Morelli, Mam, Deep Chord, and Nigel Good. Oh, wow. You know, I've got, yeah, as we found out last year, I have a pretty narrow genre that I listen to. Just house. Also, yes, uh, backed up this year by my 2016 genres being progressive house, uplifting house, <laughs> tech house, trance, progressive trance. <laughs> um, mine has, I guess, last year, what was my genres last year was like electronic lots of, pop. Yeah, lots of pop, I believe. Yep. 
So my genres this year is Korean pop, <laughs> which differs from K-pop, apparently. Of course. And then Nobody there's differs. just pop. <laughs> and then followed by dance pop. <laughs> and lastly, children's music. Okay. <laughs> oh, those kids ruin everything. Yeah. <laughs> so new this year, they've shown you which is your favorite day to listen. Yes. Which I don't know was, I don't know, I was like, uh, is that interesting? It just shows that I don't really listen on the weekends. I listen mostly during the week. Uh, Tuesday was the most. Yeah, mine is Wednesday. Um, but it looks like on this squiggly graph that Tuesday and Wednesday are pretty close. Yeah. Yeah, which yeah, sort inter- of makes sense. Interesting use of a bar chart here. Yep. Uh, nice. And that's it. I think that was that's all the stats it. we got for yep. this year from Spotify. So, yeah. They had an album last year, didn't they? Like your top album? Uh, they made, yeah, they made like a playlist for you, which they did for you this year as well. Right. Yeah. And the cool thing about this year was that it actually announced it within your app and you're able to get to it directly. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, little in, um, in-app notifications and stuff. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah. So that's cool. But I do wish this was a little bit more interactive. Like, I also wish there was just a link that I can get to for this email that I received, which a lot of places actually have, right? Like a lot of emails yeah. that they send out from other services, it's like, hey, if you can't read this in your email account or like oh, yeah. your email service, click on this link and you'll actually get to the website. Even if that was available and it was individualized for each person. Yeah, because how are we going to share this in the show notes now? Exactly. Imager to the rescue. Uh, we have a lot to talk about. Um, any New Year resolutions quickly? No, because I don't believe in them. Okay. Any? they're stupid. <laughs> no, they're not stupid. But like, it just, to use a software engineering metaphor or comparison, like you don't plan what you're building for the next year because everything changes. So I feel like it's kind of crazy to do the same thing with your life. Well, you still Short have like goals roadmaps, right? Be, well, <laughs> depends who you are. <laughs> Don't you don't you have like okay the next thing we should be working on is this? Yes, absolutely. So what would that be for you for this year? Um, working a little bit more on some music production stuff. Cool, there um, it is. With the, my that's... new MacBook Pro is well, no, this is just because <laughs> I've been like working on this for the last few months mm. and just kind of want to push a little bit harder on that. Um, perhaps would you believe doing some house productions? As my favorite genre. Obviously. As in like house music? Yes. <laughs> yes. Not sampling Dr. House. <laughs> or shipping um, to- up your house. <laughs> right. But yeah, I think you're right. Like there is, it is an interesting opportunity just to reflect a little bit. But yep. I'm not sure that, you know, having concrete goals is really how I work. Mm. Well, I do believe in resolutions. So mine for this year would be to create something cool, right? That's... Um, well, hello, we're doing it right now. Great, you've done That's it. Just, I did it. We did it. Done. Right, let's go back to bed now for the rest of the year. Uh, yeah, but more in terms of like, you know, um, a side hobby or a side project to, to actually complete, complete something out. Um, mm-hmm. And I think something for the show, uh, I want to get into a more in-depth review, a review style that I actually like we can either, I can do independently and just have it as like a sort of side podcast or something. Right. Um, but that's something that I want to try and do a little bit more of. 
Like a lot of our reviews, I think, gets to the point of greatness, but it, it either gets sidetracked or it doesn't actually like complete out um, in a nice little package, right? Mm, yeah. That can either be used as a sound clip of the to the people that we're actually reviewing it. Um, we're doing the reviews for actually. Like, if we're going to be doing a review for a game, it'd be nice if it wasn't spread out between two episodes or something like that. Yeah. Um, I think there is maybe a resolution for the show is to kind of figure out what it is a little more. Mm-hmm. You know, we've, I think there's good content here, but we need to, yeah, it's still hard to like, how would you market this show as a thing? You're like, people always ask, oh, hey, what's it about? And I always like, oh, it's like a water cooler show. Um, right. Which I kind of like. You know, yep. the fact is that we aren't limited by like, we have to be this long and we have to talk about this and we have to do that. Mm-hmm. But then at the same time, how do you how do you kind of find the niche for something that doesn't have a clear, right. clear story behind it? Maybe I don't know. I think I think there's something in in like the format which you lifted this from, or, or which is the the Hello Internet format, right? Like if you had to explain Hello Internet, I think we'd run into the same issues, right? Like I don't know how to actually describe Hello Internet other than right, just two people talking about stuff that interests them. Agreed. Agreed. But perhaps their uh, their pre-existing fame uh, adds mm-hmm. to the interest. Yep. So Sam, you have to get famous. You get famous in 2017, okay. and that'll help the show. All right. That's my resolution. All right. Get famous. Let's get famous. Okay. Great. For those that don't know. We're not talking about Countdown. I'm cutting this. <laughs> <laughs> We're not explaining Countdown on a podcast. 